Welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five-star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. So have you ever felt like you don't belong, you don't fit in, you're worried about getting found out? Well, here's the thing. Those are all signs of imposter syndrome. Now, the good news is that you're not alone because, you know, all of the research shows that about 75% of people have these feelings at some point during their career, their life, their business, etc. So it's really, really common phenomena, imposter syndrome. But the thing is, it can be incredibly debilitating for you because those feelings, whilst on one hand, can drive you forward in a weird sort of way over a long period of time. It can be absolutely negative. It can eat away your confidence. It can stop you doing things. It can mean that maybe you don't even start certain initiatives. So dealing with imposter syndrome is is absolutely key. And it's something that I can speak about with great personal experience because it's certainly a feeling that I've suffered with over the years. And what I would say is it doesn't necessarily go away way, but with time, with practice and with some of the tactics that I'm going to show you now, you can find ways to manage it. Now, before we get into that, what is imposter syndrome? Well, essentially, imposter syndrome really is feelings of inadequacy uh, that persist despite the evident success that shows you are uh, doing a good job or making your business better, etc. So even though you might have evidence in front of you, this self-doubt can kick in and almost a feeling of being a fraud, being found out. Um, so, you know, this was a phenomenon that was actually discovered, gosh, back in the 70s, 1978. And it was defined by two women, Pauline Rose Clance and Susan Imes. And at the time when they defined this, they thought it was a phenomenon that affected just women. But of course, since then, we know that it doesn't. It affects men equally, um, certainly to a more or lesser degree, but it's not gender specific. So what are the causes of imposter syndrome. Well, there's no one size fits all with this. That's what I would say. There can be many reasons why this might kick in in certain people. But let me just give you a few of those so you can be aware. If you spot this in yourself, you might recognize what's happening and then be able to take action. So, you know, it can be down to personality traits, actually, you know, such as anxiety or neuroticism. Uh, It could be family or behavioral causes, Childhood memories is often one that can trigger a feeling of um, imposter syndrome. This internal mindset about, you know, feeling that you're not lovable or you are unloved. Um, 
environmental causes as well can actually uh, you know impact these feelings of imposter syndrome in some cases it could be institutional discrimination that maybe you've faced um, and it might be just specific events that have happened in your life that can act as triggers and almost take you back to those moments when you were feeling those feelings of being an imposter so as you can see there are many different reasons as to how this can manifest why it manifests but the important thing thing to understand is that you're not alone. It is very common. And there are things that you can do to actually, you know, reduce the impact of this. And that's what we're going to get into now. Um, you know, and I think the first thing is around self-awareness. So I'm going to take you through now 12 tactics as to how you can deal with feelings of imposter syndrome if that is something that you are suffering with. So you might want to grab a pen and paper to jot these down so that you can actually refer back to them and then you can put them into practice in your own life, your own business, your own career, etc. So 12 tips. The first one is recognize what is happening. Take stock and realize what's going on. Don't just bury those feelings and get yourself into a position where you just kind of, this becomes the norm for you. You know, it's okay to have an imposter, imposter syndrome moment, but we don't want an imposter syndrome life. So the first step is acknowledging what's going on. Because once you do that, being self-aware, you've actually already taken that first step. The next step is all about reframing it. So once you realize what's going on, those feelings kick in, those feelings of doubt, insecurity, not feeling worthy, etc. Stop, take stock where you are and think more calmly and logically. And at this point, you scope out the different options that are available to you. Now, sometimes these feelings can be very much in the moment. Other times it could be when you're preparing for maybe a big meeting or you're going to do a pitch to an investor or you've got a big presentation to do or a public speech. So in some cases, there can be a bit of a run up to it, which obviously gives you more time to think about your options as to how you can deal with it. If it's in the moment, obviously it's a little bit harder, but you can still calm down, recognize what's happening and just recalibrate. So that is the second tactic as to how you're going to be able to deal with this. The third part is you then choose a different course of action. So if your normal response when you get those feelings of imposter syndrome kicking in is to run for the hills, don't do the meeting, ring in sick, um, don't raise your hand uh, to ask a question or to offer, you know, to get involved in a project. If your normal response would be to not do that, Actually, do the opposite. Push yourself out. You know, my podcast is called Brave, Bold, Brilliant. And a big part of this is about being brave and just actually choosing a different course of action than what your gut instinct is telling you to do. Okay. So the fourth part is about sharing your feelings. You know, nine times out of 10, there will be someone in your network 
in your business, in your life that has also suffered with feelings like this. As I said, I speak very openly. I have definitely suffered with this throughout a big part of my career and my business life, but I've learned to deal with it. So I'm able to have a conversation around what's worked for me. How have I actually managed to overcome some of this stuff? So speak to someone that you actually trust, you feel you can explain what's happening, and they will undoubtedly have some great advice for you or we'll be able to put you in touch with someone that maybe can help you as well. So don't be afraid. A problem shared is a problem halved, as we often say. Now, tactic number five, get really clear on your purpose, your reason why. Now, I talk about this a lot because if you know what you're trying to achieve, And very often that might be tough things. It might be starting a new business. It might be going for the promotion. It might be, you know, taking early redundancy and moving overseas, whatever it is. It might be deciding to have a child or end a relationship that's bad, you know. So whatever it is, get clear on your reason why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Because what will then happen is when those feelings of imposter syndrome kick in, You remind yourself why you're doing all this, why you're putting yourself through this, and that will help give you the strength to move forward. So that is point number five. Get really clear on your purpose and your reason why. And I can certainly help you with that. The sixth tactic is about giving yourself the space for your own mental well-being. Okay, we all have very busy lives. I'm sure you have a very busy life. You've got a lot going on, family, work, business, friends, personal stuff going on. So it's sometimes it's hard to find time for ourselves. But you know what? If you can find a small part of every day to work on you and on your mindset, then that is going to really help calm you down. It's going to help give you confidence. And, you know, it's just going to really make sure sure that when those feelings of imposter syndrome kick in, you can more calmly rationalize them. You can deal with it. So whether that is all about, you know, meditating, um, you know, doing some um, visualization, etc. There's lots of different things you can do, but, but give yourself that space for you, for your mindset. Linked to this is tactic number seven, and it's about personal development. So, you know, I believe that we are all work in progress until the day we die. <laughs> So I always want to be a better version of myself tomorrow than I was today. Yeah. And if we're doing that and we're constantly learning and growing, that has so many different impacts. Right. Because one, it allows you to actually then um, continue to grow confidence, knowledge, experience. So if you have a, a particular area where you're less confident, maybe you're starting a new job or you're you're getting into a new industry, if you've worked on your knowledge base for that, it's going to give you more confidence. And therefore, when those feelings of imposter syndrome kick in, you're going to be able to deal with them better. So tactic number seven, work on your personal development. Number eight, surround yourself with the right people. 
So what this is all about is you want to be with people that are going to lift you up. They're going to encourage you. They're going to get what you are trying to achieve. They're going to support, advise. They'll also call you out as well, right? You know, it's not not just there to, to tell you everything is wonderful, but surround yourself with the right people, not the wrong people. Because if you're spending time with people that are constantly putting you down, telling you you're crazy, you're going to fail, putting doubt in your mind, that is going to make the imposter syndrome feelings worse because it's going to reinforce those negative feelings which you absolutely do not want to have. So who you spend time with is critical. Um, I could do a whole session on this. In fact, I probably have in the past and I'm sure I will again in the future. But surround yourself with the right people. That's tactic number eight. Number nine, Take action every single day that's moving you a step closer to where you want to be. Because when we make progress, we get momentum. When we get momentum, we get more confidence and we have this virtuous circle that starts to gather pace. Sometimes when we're trying to do the difficult stuff and we doubt ourselves and we feel like we can't do it, Getting started is the hardest part. But once you do and you take small baby steps, doesn't have to be a lot, but just a step each day, taking action, it's going to give you confidence. It's going to give you momentum. It's going to help you kick those imposter syndrome feelings into touch. So that is point number nine. Number 10, link to your well-being, exercise, sleep and diet. Now, I sound like I'm probably someone's mum here telling you off, but genuinely, you know, if you're not getting, if you're not well rested, you're eating, you know, all the wrong foods, you're not really getting any exercise and and raising your energy levels, you're going to feel sluggish, it's going to bring your mood down, and it's going to make those imposter syndrome feelings worse. So, Really think about your body, think about a healthy body equals a healthy mind and really look at how you are looking after your health and your well-being. That is tactic number 10. Number 11, this is a mindset thing. Don't be afraid to fail. All failure is learning. Every single one of us fail. It's a fact. You will not win every time. You cannot win if you don't fail. There is balance. There is a yin to every yang. So when you accept that, and I'm not saying you go out to fail, but when those knockbacks come, when maybe what you're trying to do, you know, doesn't work, and then you start feeling bad again, the imposter syndrome kicks in again. Um, you know, actually, if you've changed your mindset and go, okay, no, that's all right. That didn't work out as I intended. What did I learn? What will I do differently next time? It's a totally different thing. And that really helps with the mindset and with the imposter syndrome feelings as well. And then point number 12, practice, practice, practice. The more that you deal with this stuff, the more that you put these tactics into place that I've just taken you through, the easier it will get. And, you know, as I say, feelings of imposter syndrome don't necessarily disappear forever, um, but you can deal with them. I can speak hand on heart from honest experience myself that the more you do this, the more you're able to reframe those feelings, take different action, learn from it, continue to develop as a person. And then when those moments come, you can deal with them better. You bounce back faster 
and you're able to embrace actually those failures and those feelings of, of doubt and insecurity, etc. So I hope that has been helpful for you. I hope it's given you some really practical tips that you can put into place into your daily routine, your daily life. So I'm just going to very quickly recap those 12 very, very quickly. So the highlights are, if you miss them, first, acknowledge what's going on. Two, reframe what's happening so you think more calmly. Number three, choose an alternative action from the one that you were naturally going to do when you were in that negative space. Four, share those feelings with people who you trust in and talk about what's happening. They'll be able to help you. Number five, get super clear on your purpose and your reason why. It'll keep you true and back on track when the times are tough. Number six, give yourself space to work on your mindset. Listen to inspiring speeches. Um, make sure that you are able to um, give yourself that headspace. Number seven, link to this. Work on your personal development. Learn something. Read something. Become a better version. That experience and knowledge will really give you power. Number eight, surround yourself with the right people. Number nine, take action every single day that is taking you forward to your purpose and your reason why. Number 10, make exercise and a healthy lifestyle part of your daily routine. Look after yourself, eat well, sleep well, exercise. Number 11, embrace failure. Don't be afraid to fail. It's part of life. Embrace it and learn from it. And number 12, practice, practice, practice. So those are my 12 tips for how you can deal with imposter syndrome. I hope it's been helpful. You know, so go out there, grab those opportunities. Every single one of you has greatness within. And it's by being brave and bold that you will unlock your brilliant. And that's what I want for you. So whatever you're doing for the rest of the day, have an amazing day. Take care. And I will see you all very, very soon. And just remember, be brave, be bold and be brilliant. Bye now. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.